and we're live hi guys welcome to episode of the Sports podcast i'm your host david and today's episode we're really going to be talking about um mostly transfer news basically but we'll talk about the efl um cup the quarterfinals that happened in the last few days i'll give my thoughts on um the games and the quarter and obviously i'm going to link it with spurs because um you know we we got knocked by Nottingham Forest and looking at the amount of, the kind of teams the quality of teams that are left in the competition it's kind of leaving you scratching your head wondering just why you know but <laughs> we can't further we'll talk about that without further let's into this episode okay we start our journey in the league EFL League Cup um EFL Cup <laughs> I say English football league cup EFL Cup anyway it's correct so Man City got knocked out yesterday 2-0 um Southampton um I'll talk about the second goal um second goal was was funny because you know that kind of kind of goal Man City because that kind of goal is not really surprising keepers off his line because I mean with the way they play the keepers usually the keepers usually off his line steps off his line because they have they need him to be there to receive passes to, to play the ball with him and all that you know have the extra man advantage because he's passing the ball and you know, so he scored i think it's similar to that of um some years ago when sports played against them at the etihad and ederson was off his line the mercy were heavily dominant in that game they just finally got a goal after their long minutes of de- dominance from sterling and then um the goal was scored and then they Ed- lamela scores immediately equalizes and then there's another game against sports against Man City was one sports one twenty at Spurs Stadium because he, he was Ederson was off his line. So my point is, you know, it's it's a feature. It's one thing they always tend to do. Obviously, and you know, every time you can exploit it because depending on who you're playing, you're playing against or depending on who's on the pitch. But it is what it is. Now, another thing I want to talk about is if you look at the League Cup, you've got the teams that are left in the League Cup, right? You've got Southampton, you've got Newcastle, right? And you've got um. You've got um you know that team I'm trying to remember now. You've got you've got something Newcastle, you know, Nottingham Forest. Now Nottingham Forest are the ones who knocked out sports, but when you look at who Nottingham Forest knocked out to get to this stage, you have to wonder. I mean, surely if sports had done better against Nottingham Forest, they would have been you should have been the ones in this position, right? And that's why it's it's one of those things that, that really drives me that really annoys me, you know, because <laughs> you know uh, maybe although sports were a bit unlucky if I would argue because you know at that period Kulusevsky was quite having injury issues. This is one reason why I will forever hate international breaks. I always hate international breaks, especially at that time of the season. You know international breaks and you know the countries themselves they don't really care much about how the the club manages players. I think Kulusevsky was he picked up that injury. It, became, it wasn't went because he was he kept playing. I think he picked up he complained like quite early in the game. They didn't take him off. It was a friendly. That was a funny thing. It was a friendly. They didn't take him off. According to what I read, they didn't take him off. And then he played and finished the game. And obviously, the situation got escalated. And, you know, that's a good way. But, you know, sports did suffer the absence of Kulusevski for quite a very long time. And I think that's, that was a game where sports really needed Kulusevski. Especially because I was seeing a lot of... Um, like all sports had to do was get at them. And then Sanchez was defending horribly, right? His defending was so horrible. I think it was... Man, let, let's just leave that name. Let's just forget about that game. My point is, you know, um, as long as sports, sports didn't really do what they had to do, 
handle your business. Maybe there's a bit of element of sports being unlucky. That could be a proper argument. Romero didn't start that game also, right? So sports at least, uh, it's just, just all a mess. I think it's a miracle sports were still in the Champions League, even coming to this year, because it would have been extra annoying if sports got knocked out in that other thing against Marseille. But listen, I, I don't know, man. Now, Newcastle beat Leicester 2-0. I think when I saw that game, I sort of expected Newcastle to win that game. Um, why I don't know. I just felt that we were going to win that game. And listen, I don't know if it's me being petty, but I would prefer them to win the league over Manchester United. I don't know. It's just me being petty, but it's just me being petty. And listen, if you dip it, if you really dip it, right? If you rethink really about it, um, Newcastle winning. If Newcastle win this league cup, obviously it's going to you know, shine a light on sports, right? But more importantly, sports ownership. But this is the thing here. Right. A lot of sports fans who are forever um, in it, in you know, who believe that they are the best things in sliced bread, rather than actually you know calling the owners out for not really putting in the work, the excuse they're probably going to use is, oh yeah, look, Newcastle had a takeover, um, they are spending their sugar, their, their Newcastle money, even though that's absolutely not the case here because they've not even started dipping into their pot of gold, you know. But you know, a lot of fans probably use that as a way to escape. But Newcastle have done, they've, they've turned their fortunes around in just in the space of just one year, right? Two windows, let's just say two windows, or two windows, they've turned their fortunes around in just two windows. They've played, they're playing better football, they look good as a team, they play very good, good football. So, they have turned their fortunes around in such a short space of time, that is my point. So, as far as I'm concerned, you know, as far as, far, as, far as I'm concerned, the way things are going, you know, you're going you're to get that from a lot of fans who will try and, you know, will I say... Um, use that as a way to defend the ownership. But I said this in last. I said the minute one of my previous episodes, if not the last one, I said when Newcastle's Mike Ashley sold, when Newcastle Mike Newcastle's Mike Ashley sold Newcastle to the Saudis, I think Levy the Enoch, because the worst ownership was actually Mike Ashley's Mike Ashley, right? But when he left, I think for me, I think Enoch just took over. I don't maybe other teams may think their ownership is bad. Maybe you know other teams may think so but i really think sports is wonderful especially for where they need to be for what they have to spend when you look at the fact that their situations they've had opportunities multiple times to kick on and they've chosen to sit down and just fold their hands instead of kicking on like they should i mean off the top of my head i can remember multiple occasions 2011 12 season i think the year man united won the league last year for figures in level i think sports were like second in december and sports need to really put make some investments to really catch on right i think um her rednap was asking for two players right gary cahill and carlos tevez and sports brought ryan nelson and louis saha obviously you're not gonna louis saha who was 35 when he started also right that was who sports brought in and it was not a surprise that um, guess what and this one was that sports could have not only did sport and i read also had his eye on the england job in the england job right and a lot of external issues with his tax issues in court and then you know Everything just fell apart and sports ended up falling down and finished. They finished fourth eventually. And they didn't qualify Champions League and Chelsea ended up, you know, getting that fourth spot, getting that Champions League spot because they won the Champions League. So, you know, that season had a lot more. I would even though you blame Levy, um, I read now for not doing what he had to do. You would blame Levy for not really, really putting in, for not doing enough in the market, even for when, when his manager demanded and asked for, you know, and asked to kick on. You see, it has always been my my issue with 
you know with Levy and this is why I, I think they are the worst. And also 2017 also when Spurs just finished second, right? Chance to kick on. They didn't. You know, he sold the best right um, right back that Spurs have had. He probably, I would say he's, Kawaka is the best Spurs right back ever at this point. I mean, if I think, which, who can I even think about? I mean, is it from Car, um, Kyle Norton? Hell no. <laughs> Alan Horton? Hell to the Nise. Hell no. <laughs> Is it Sejori? Uh, I mean, come on, man. If you could go by a, a long list of right backs, Skywalker is easily the best one ever in Premier League era. Obviously, I, I don't have to, obviously I can't go before the Premier League era, but Premier League era, Walker is clearly the best one that Spurs have ever had. Right? You sold him, and then when you could have convinced and said, "Stay put," you know, we're gonna do this. So I, I, that's why I really make a case that they are. And currently, look at where Spurs currently are in the moment. Even the last summer, right? All they had to do was really put in. I don't know, man. I don't want to go over all of this, but. That's my point, you know. And you know, the competition, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the semis are going to be interesting. My will be facing um, Nottingham Forest, and Newcastle will be facing Southampton. I think Newcastle are very likely to be Southampton, very likely. We're likely going to see a, see a final between my United and Newcastle. Let's just put it that way. That's what we're likely going to see. We're likely going to see Newcastle versus um United in the final. That's very much likely. And who wins that final is up for grabs. If Newcastle win that final, obviously you know very well I'm really going to come here and drag um the ownership of Spurs. I'm really going to do it. You know that for sure. But that's my take on the um on the, on the League Cup matches, like I've said. And then we go to um. Some other um, news, right? So the QSI, the Qatar Sports Investments um, Group, that's trying to invest in the Premier League, right? Trying to get a stake in in Spurs, right? 25%. So I read that they offered about I don't know up to a billion euro, a billion pounds or something along those lines, and um, I think it was the one 25%. So the, I think what I know is the valuation because the of the amount of money they offer takes takes Spurs' valuation to about four billion. So I, I was watching. So I was trying to follow the news and developments, right? And they were saying that, oh, listen, um, the, the 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 offers, the, the offer on the table, um, small. So this is the amount of money they're offering, and the reason why um, the owners, the Qatar Qataris, are trying to get more. Like, for they believe that the World Cup, you know, was good for them, right? It was the best one ever hosted, which I really agree. I mean, you really have to. I mean, the every new World Cup has to be a bit better than the previous one, if I'm being honest. If you look at technology available, surely there's no excuse why you know the World Cup should not be better than the, the current version better than the previous one. There's no excuse for that. So I, I agree, it's really important that the world is really true. And they also, you know, according to them, they they're trying to get into football basically. I think they did with, with PSG, right? So getting into the Premier League will sort of you know be good for them in terms of their image, right? Saudis already, the Saudis are already there with Newcastle. They Abu, Abu Dhabi is already there with um, Man City, right? So they and then trying to get maybe a stake in one of the other big maybe one of the big six probably put themselves in the group. And also I think there was one question that was asked about you know what about two owners can two owners um own a team in the Champions League? I think if you're the to, I think Red Bull Salzburg and Leipzig sort of um is answers your question. I think if you have a majority stake in one if you have a majority stake in one and you know in and a minority in the other i think it's there's no problem there it's when you're trying to increase your stake and then you so i don't give any problem there i do have some problems i don't i won't say problems per se but i have some reservations or some questions about this right how how is it because even if the 
how's it gonna benefit sports you know is there gonna be like a relationship between sports and psg is it obviously gonna be one-sided like the one with real madrid where real madrid gets all the best players at sports and sports get nothing in return you know it's almost got nothing in return let's just read that way right so is that going to be but we'll see how it goes but i'm looking i'm looking looking out for that because i'm looking to see how that story develops I'm looking out to see, you know, if there's going to be any investment as, you know, as it's been suggested, as it's been talked about. We'll see how, if that is going to be the case with um, a lot of, um, there's going to be the case with, with, you know, with fans and with, with the football. It's going to be, this is going to be the case. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, um, there's other news that developed. Um, so, according to the transfer news I was talking about, um, Lucas Mora. So according to reports also reliable actually i can't remember who i read it from um but i know i saw it on twitter one of the sports accounts on twitter and they linked a journalist he said you know the sports will not be renewing um, lucas mora's um contract there's a clause in mora's contract to extend his deal so sports will not be exercising that option and i understand i perfectly understand listen i've been talking about lucas mora being sold for like a long time now and i think it should have been sold like last Two years 2021 i think the sport should have prepared to just sell and move on and get even though and my take was listen if sports can get somebody in you know just be looking at somebody somebody available that they can get so sports go out and get somebody in to just come in and you know and shake hands and say okay prepare to sell mora you know that's just what i've always thought about that's just what i've believed in right you know but you know recently a lot of sports obviously at the time they said oh no 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 he, they, they, they never let the champions league find uh, semi-final experts go and over time we've seen that oh you know he's aged right and i, I think sports would have probably made a, made some money off mora if they sold at the right time come back to my point selling at the right time they do not sell at the right time they wait till i don't know if they squeeze all the juice out and even when you squeeze i know even if you squeeze all the juice out right Oh, no, they make they wait till when it's obvious that the juice has been squeezed out squeezed out little squeezed out because most because this juice mora's juice has been squeezed out for like some time now it's just spores i don't know if it's nostalgia or still believing or something you know put him up for sale and so that other teams will probably think oh we can get something out of this guy you just sell when 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 people think that and that's just the way it is but you know sports never do and then they wait and then the player goes ah, it's just it's just like that with the way sports handle their business it's one of those things that just surprises me i mean the level of um technology and access to data and scouting that they have surely they should be able to put in time to really try and understand this so that they can you know maximize the put profit of every footballer they sell every footballer they try to recoup money for or they try to make profit on whatever investments they put into towards, towards that that footballer and on mora i, I think it's it, it's i won't say it's the right time per se because now it's going to be living for free it's probably going to go back to brazil i won't say it's the right time that he's been he's been sold i think the right time was two years two years ago 2021 I would even argue, I won't say, I would even argue that it was 2020, but I won't say 2020 because around that time, yeah, it just wasn't, right? Now, in recent, in recent weeks, right, in this season so far, Mora has been, he used to be very reliable, right? Because one of the things about Mora was, despite a lot of fans being frustrated about the way he plays football and the way he does his thing, one of the things a lot of fans could never fought him for was availability. He was always available. I think this season, one of the reasons why his contract is not, or one of the main reasons why his contract is not being renewed, it has a lot more to do with the availability thing. I think if he had, if he was a lot more available, if he was playing more often than not, and he was, you know, always running and playing, 
I think there would have been a situation where he would have likely, very, very, very likely played um, even next. He would have likely played off from now to next season. And I, I think that's where that's where a lot of fans. That's where I think that's where I go because I mean, so it. Yeah. I don't know, man. So basically, it's not because of abilities. Has a lot more to do with availability. I don't know, man. When this club do their things, it's just funny. I, I, I think I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> and then Pedro Poro is linked with Spurs. Um, this is good news. Now, it's, if the deal materializes, what is most important is, is the question here. If it's going to materialize, which I surely, surely hope it does, because um, we need a right wing back as soon as possible. As we get, preferably, if you ask me, I think the right back should, should be at Poro should be at Spurs as at Monday. On Monday, should have been at Spurs preparing for the North London Derby, not today Thursday, and then you know he's still not here yet. Now, nah, Spurs should have gotten Poro already in. And then people would say, oh, what about the release clause and all that? Well, fine, there's a release clause in his con. It's a release clause. It's supposed to just pay and just move on. Because, you know, and yes, that's a release clause. That's it. They want the release clause. It's supposed to just probably pay it. And now we're hearing Chelsea are in, in. Chelsea could hijack it. They're interested. Well, if Chelsea do, and on that thing, people, I'm not going to, people say, oh, uh, Rich James already there. Well, I don't think that's Poro's business if Rich James is there. There's an open space for him to play right wing back at Chelsea or right back at Chelsea. Do you think he won't take it if it's not offered money? If, if, as, if Sporting, if Sporting pay the, get the release clause they are looking for and they speak to Poro, do you think they can't offer Poro the contract he's looking for? They can't sell Chelsea to Poro and tell him, listen, this is where we want to be, where we want to be, compared to Sporting. And listen, with sports, the sports are very funny. Sports are in a disadvantage in the market normally most of the time. Because um, first of all, it's like the teams they compete with for players. If you look at someone like um, Chelsea can go to team players and say, listen, we won the Champions League two years ago. Um, we are this, we are this, we are this. We have money to spend. We are this, 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 this. Do you really think the player won't really say, okay, fine, I will go I will go with Chelsea. I like their offer and I think they have something for me. Do you think they will not, do you think the player will not consider that? Or do you genuinely believe that um, they won't offer him as much money as possible? Every, whenever you're going, and they, 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 and listen, you don't know what goes on in the boardroom because everybody's trying to get an advantage, right? In the, in the room where they are negotiating, they could say, listen, your other competition is sports. They haven't won the trophy since 2008. They don't really spend a lot every window. Da, 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 da. They'll just tell everything they have to say. Everybody knows these things. Do you think this, and that's the thing here? They can you think they can't turn the players willing to join sports from what I'm reading, right? According to Fabio Romano, sports are even to join sports. For me, if you know, there are deals that are just too good that you have to you have to take before anybody look comes in. And that's what you have to do. Alexander Gold said that um, he's hearing that, you know, I don't know, he's hearing that, you know. Um, this could be a smoke screen. How is Poro a smoke screen? The only reason I will accept that it's a smoke screen is if your if the player you are smoke screening for is Hakimi, Hashaf Hakimi. If it's Hakimi, no problem. I would agree. Okay, good smoke screen. Smoke screen for who? Because I can't think of any right wing back now that I would say it's much better. Please don't even. I can't think of one. So don't even try this rough play you are playing now. Don't even do it. Okay, and I'm hearing that Emerson Real is open up. They are letting open letting Emerson Real leave. I think loans up with the option to buy. He's got like two, three offers or so La Liga and then Serie A or something. In total, three offers two from La Liga, one from Serie A, if, if I remember correctly. And then he's saying that he's not, I think I'm reading that he's not really, you know, 
thinking of leaving. Of course, he's not going to think of leaving. He's he's awful here. He plays horribly here. Is it, boy? He still gets to collect his wages in London. The good vibes and smile. Nah, I'm sorry, man. I do not like Emerson Royal at all. Obviously, not as a human being. I'm talking about his conduct, right? Um, comes with a very self-centered. That comes off as caring more about his compilations to upload on his to Instagram on his social media platforms than actually being good at football. You know, even the game when Spurs lost against Aston Villa, he posted the nutmeg against the nutmeg that he did. He posted on his. I'm like, what is, what is this guy? Even the game against West Ham, Spurs drew one one and they were very horrible. They almost lost the game. The the shot on target he had, he posted on his Instagram story. Man, this guy is very very. The guy is very 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 unique. Let's just put it. Let's just use that. Use that word unique. He's very unique. I'll just say it's put it that way. So. Think about it. If you are in the shoes, would you want to leave? I mean, you're in a situation where you're in a good location, London. You're earning good money. I mean, you're not gonna want to leave. So, <laughs> I hope. Unless we can, uh, if he, the day he leaves, the way I was so excited about the day Kabul left, that's where I'll be so happy. The way I, that's where I'll be excited when Emerson Royal leaves. That, oh my god, I'll be so excited. And the funny thing is that this one is even more. It's, it's an expensive mistake they're supposed to put themselves in. And listen. Sports paid 25, almost 10, 25 million, I think 25 million or so for Royale. I mean, if you pay that amount of money for Royale, Poro is like 10 million or 15, 11 million more. Why not? I mean, there's no excuse to tell me that you want a cheap deal for someone like that. So, I don't know, man. The way sports do their thing, just wanna, it just really shocks me. And yeah, and then sports also li- linked with... Um, also linked with um Trossard, Leandro Trossard, um Leandro Trossard, and then Geoffrey joins Chelsea, and then Gary Bill retires. The Trossard links, it's um I don't know where he can play, but I've seen him more on the left for Brighton, right? Or they play wing back and then more on the left for Brighton. I don't know, man. Listen, I am I am equally I'm surprised at this link, not because I think he's a bad player. But I'm wondering to myself, you know, why not prioritize where can he play on the right? If he can play on the right and be as effective on the right, I will have no problem with it because that's where sports need to recruit. The left is not where sports really needs to recruit at the moment. Not yet. I won't say I won't say not ever, but at the moment, because you know, on the left you got Richarlison and then Son plays there, right? So you could play. So you've got that position already, right? The right hand side, Kulusevski is the only one there so you saw how sports suffered when he was out injured that is my point how sports are unbearable to watch that so sports need somebody on that right hand side and i'm not gonna say brian Hill players he played well against crystal palace yes that being said but you know he's gonna be inconsistent and i said my last episode, i said he doesn't really look threatening when he's on the ball you know and if i if i don't feel he's threatening as if as the fan who watches him imagine how the opposition fan feels that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, sports need that. Uh, and the right hand side, I think who we could think about, right? It was um, Mailovsky, right? Mailovsky has just moved to Marseille, 12 million euros. I think he alone would option to buy for 12 million euros in the summer, which means that sports were the ones who put out of that deal because sports were offering a loan with option to buy that kind of package. So, if that seems to be what sports are were offering, right? So, you know, this is what it is. And, and the other option, I think, was Madison, right? If obviously I want Madison, right? Free expert and all that. And then the other, now you've got Trussard. If if Trussard, if they're bringing Trussard to play him on the right, 
I'm not against that, you know, but I want him to be, I hope he's as effective on the right as he is effective on the left. That is exactly my point here. I don't really, that's my point here. Because Mitoma, Mitoma played on the left for Brighton and he has looked better. I think even his manager, uh, the, is it Azerbi? Is it Azerbi? I can't remember, I can't remember, I can't remember the order of his name pronunciation. Azerbi, I think it's Azerbi. I think he's also saying that, listen, you know, he needs more running, more this, you know, Mitoma starts ahead of him and plays on the left. So that's where I have my questions, my, my reservations come from. That's what I'm talking about, you know, for me. But that's that's by the wayside. Um hopefully sports getting getting somebody on that position. Right, listen, the signing of um um Trossard and Pedro Puro, I think that will start the window off in good light. But I think sports need those guys in as clear as possible. And then Geoffrey just joins Chelsea. Um, my thoughts on this is I don't think it's a bad transfer, but I, no, is this a, I don't think it's a good transfer. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I don't think it's a good transfer because um, it's a straight loan, no option to buy, 11 million euros. So it's a six month loan. Six months for 11 million euros. Nah, I'm sorry, that's not a good deal. And I'm, I'm sorry, that's not a good deal at all. There's no way on this on, on earth you can convince me that is a good deal. It's not like it's one season or so. If it was one season, that's on six months. And then another thing is, for me, I think Chelsea's situation is so chaotic that a character of Joe Felix is not what they need to pull them out of it. The situation surrounding Joe Felix is the exact reason why. Sorry, situation surrounding Chelsea is the exact reason why I do not think that transfer may end up looking good. It's likely going to go in the direction of Higuain. Pato, that kind of signing is likely gonna end up like that than that. And this is not because he's Jaffel is a bad footballer. It is because um Chelsea's situation is so chaotic, it's all over the place. Obviously, they will need somebody in, right? Police is just is out injured for, for a long time, so they will need somebody in. But I don't really know, man. It's one of those things that I just find I just find shocking. I mean Chelsea are not done though, they're gonna be trying to get um uh, Marcos Toram, Toram in. They already got Koku, they already got Detro Fofana, they already got Badiashile. I mean, Obama Yango, so they talk about him going to Barcelona, but I think reports today claims that, listen, came out, I think yesterday, that um, Fabio Rano said he can't, he, can only, he can't leave to another club, he can only play for two clubs, right? Which is Chelsea, he can only go back to Barcelona, he can't go back to any, he can't go to any other club, so Barcelona is the other option to go back to. And um, I don't think he's, he, he can go back to Barcelona. I think another report came out also that you know he can't go back to Barcelona because of FIFA rules. So I don't know. So basically, let's just say it's gonna, gonna, we're expect to see, I expect to see my young. I expect to see about my young at Chelsea by the end of the window. I expect to see him at the, by Chelsea at the end of the window. And then Thoram. So but Chelsea are basically signing everybody at the moment. I mean, you better hide before they sign you too. <laughs> I mean, they're signing everybody at the moment. Chelsea. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. I will see how that your Felix transfer goes. But personally, I don't really think that's a good deal for Chelsea. I think Chelsea um, got fleeced. I think his personality, personality that he has, they need somebody else. They need a certain kind of character. I don't know who that person is. I would say the character they say they need. I would say they need is Eden Hazard of 2017. You see that Eden Hazard. That is exactly who they will need. Because at this point, I look at Chelsea. But Mayang's problems at Chelsea has a lot more to do with service creative uh, chance creation than him being finished i think he's finished i don't think he's he has any much to give at the top level that being said i don't know obviously maybe i think he's a lot more average now than some years ago that being said that doesn't mean 
the the problem at Chelsea that he's having at Chelsea is is um is is him. You know, there's not a lot of chances for him to feed to feed feed off. They don't feel a lot of chances for him. So that's a lot more. So yeah, that's it for me. But um again, like I said, it's in hazard, that is in hazard version of 2017. It's who Chelsea need in their team. They can the character like Boss is such a player who costs an arm and a leg. And I, I don't know which any player I don't know any player right like right that's playing like that that can come in and do something for them but they had to bring somebody in anyway so we'll see how that um transfer develops as time goes on and yeah then um bill retires i think gary bill um <laughs> it, it's a he's a wonderful footballer i think the debate about the greatest british footballer of all time it's i think bill has to be there it's probably gonna be gonna be him him because i mean if you think about it the trophy the trophy collection his achievement, I think, yes, sorry, he scored in two Champions League finals, right? Multiple La Liga, I think La Liga trophies, I think like two or three. Um, um, I mean, he basically, he finished football, right? Completed football, five Champions League trophies. I mean, Bale is probably going to be the one. And he qualified his country for the World Cup and the Euros, I think twice. They were in the Euros, was it once or twice? It was once. They were in 2020, 2016, 2020, they were not in 2020. So, they're hoping we're going to be trying to get 2024. But he brought his country to the right. He took his country to the, to the competition, to competitions like international competitions like he wanted. For for Wales, Bill is an icon at club level. A lot of football fans do have this respect for Bill. I think compared to maybe Ryan Giggs at Wales that time when, you know, the, a lot of Welsh fans did have complaints about Giggs public image and then the way he conducted himself whenever he played for their national team despite having a footballer of geeks quality you know, and then not being able to translate that to their national team level i think a lot of welsh fans did have but with bill bill was always putting in his best for for wales i think there's that and i think it's the right time for bill to just bow out i think the vision is still loud it's just time to bow out because at some point he will just he will just get to the point where He's gonna be slowing their team down. Listen, this is one thing. If you, I think footballers will rely on. Obviously, I'm not saying that um, technical ability is not there, but a large part of their game has a lot more to do with them being sharp and pace. Bill, Ronaldo. So there's a reason why when they age, obviously when they age, when they are 32, 33, you know, you wouldn't know, right? But when they are like 30, because they love the game so much, they are still in the game. So. You still see them maybe at 35, 36, 37, 38. Obviously, Bale is younger than Ronaldo. I think he's about two or three years younger than Ronaldo. So, you know, Bale is at that point where it's already beginning to show. Ronaldo, it sort of took a lot longer time, but it is showing eventually, right? Where you can't run as much. You need some sharp. You need sharpness to really handle yourself on the pitch. And if it's if it's if it's if it's waned with age, it which is very normal, as all human beings do. That's what you're seeing with with um with bill right so bill sort of did and even with wheels I, I saw i even observed that too with wheels right i felt wheels probably would have played more collectively if Bale wasn't involved yes he won a penalty for them against the usa and savage that game for them where they were very but you could see that it wasn't the same like some years ago let's it was some years it wasn't the same but it wasn't the same so i think it's the right time he's leaving and even some welsh fans did complain i've known some welsh fans who complained about it i said listen i, I think bill you know his involvement not like he's a bad player but obviously but he's i mean if you don't play below you're gonna play so i think him retiring sort of makes the decision easier for them because if he's available he's always gonna play and if he plays the um the way they play they don't look as cohesive as they should 
listen it's it's one of all those things right and this doesn't mean it's, it's just age it's not like he's a bad footballer it's just age but i i think i think with bill bill retiring at the right time he says listen i am retiring he has um he has gotten this country to measure tournaments like he's always wanted he always wanted he got them to their first world cup since 1958 that was a very 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 huge achievement for for his country he got him to the world cup first time since 1958 um played at world cup to the euros also played at the euros one more i mean he gave his country a small population he gave them a very very good time a very good experience great experience so whatever you want to say about bill bill delivered for his country and at club level he delivered so he's he's probably gonna go down as that one of the, as the greatest english player. people may say oh bobby charting um when ronnie what about when what about bobby charting what about yeah that is two that come up come up come to mind at the moment right what about these guys well, the difference with Bobby Charlton, Bobby Charlton, yes, he won the World Cup in England, and you know, all of that, but I never watched Bobby Charlton enough, but achievement-wise, and stacks, and stacks, and if you look at the achievements that Bill has, and if you, if you want to come, you want to be, comp- if you, that's why maybe Bobby Charlton may just be the, probably the one that may be the proper contender with Bill, right, for greatest British footballer of all time. Then we win Rooney, I think the problem with Rooney was, international level, he just was not, it was non-existent, right? Um, yes, I think he's currently the regular scorer, yes, but I think he didn't score in the knockouts for, for a long time till 20. I can't remember the year. Till if I, I think he didn't score a World Cup goal, sorry, till 2014, right? That's when Rooney. So it's it's, a, it's just like another year. When he came to tournaments, Rooney just wasn't the same. He wasn't the same guy. He just wasn't putting in as much. Then with Wales, with Bale. Look at the uh, the achievement that Bill has had, and look at what he has had to play. Who he has had to play with for Wales, he has, he has basically carried that team on his shoulder more often than not. Wales should Wales are not in a position where they should be winning World Cups or anything. If I'm being honest with you, right? Qualifying for the World Cup is a very big deal for them. I need to see where they celebrated it. So that's why I'm saying I am really putting Bill at, at in that in the greatest British footballer of all time, you know, category. I'm really putting him in that. In that bracket, greatest British footballer of all time, in my opinion. You know, but that's just my opinion, and that's just it for me. Let's really go to the North London Derby preview. Um, I'm hearing Benson Core is back. Benson Core and Kulusevski, according to Paulo Keith on Twitter, he did say he's gonna be hearing that Benson Core and Kulusevski will play. Listen, if we need anything from that game, these two guys have to play. They have to play. In the last North London Derby at um, Arsenal, I was watching it, I felt that if Kulusevski was available, Spurs would have probably gotten something from that game. Kulusevski available and, you know, Spurs did struggle in that game because, you know, Richarlison was struggling on the right-hand side, just wasn't doing as much. Richarlison just wasn't doing as much. He wasn't creative. He, he's not a right winger, let's just put it that way. If it was Kulusevski, Spurs would have done better. And so we need Kulusevski to start that particular game on Sunday. Um, ben Tanko, obviously. And now, who pairs Ben? Who partners with Ben Tanko? It's really going to be Ben Tanko and Hoybier, right? As always. Then um, the defense is going to be probably the same guys with Dia, Romero, and um, Davis. Listen, it's an awful derby. Sports fans need to make sure Arsenal do not get comfortable. They have to make sure that this is not even just the fans. The players themselves have to make sure that from minute one. Arsenal do not. I'm, I'm not. And listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not. All those previous weeks, all we hear, we'll see Spurs play first half poorly and then play. Some, no, listen, I'm not. I'm not accepting that at all. This one, from the first whistle, 
you are on Arsenal's neck. You are you are on them. You are not you are not waiting for them to hold the ball and pass it pass it around. And do, no way, you are not doing that. You are starting the game. The fans just the way the fans will start will make them uncomfortable. The players also would do it because listen at the Emirates, Arsenal fans did this right. You know when the game starts, so you can't. So there's no excuse for that. If you're going and if you're going to do that, if you're not going to. The players have to understand, get the memo, and say, listen, we're coming here. We're playing not on derby. We are here to fight. This is not. This is not a game. This is not a game, right? This is not just any trip or just any game. No, we are getting three points. This is what we want. We want to get three points. You are coming to that mentality. That listen, I will do anything to get three points today. Right, I'm here to fight. I'm here to do what I have to do. So we're not really, you're not going to here to be friendly with anybody or anything. Right, you are here to fight. You are here to fight. The players need to get that into their head. So from minute one, when the whistle blows, you have to start playing. Do not sit back and let Arsenal take play. Do not do it. And that for me is where I I, I, I think sports really need to make sure because there's one about Arsenal. I think their their first 20 minutes is where they try and set the tempo i've observed that from arsenal first 20 minutes they're trying to set the tempo try and get that first goal and then from there when they get that first goal in the first 20 minutes they try and relax i won't say they relax but say but they try and control the game in, in their own setting way and then try and get a second basically arsenal try to control the game that's the way they try to do sports have to make sure that doesn't happen right make sure they don't control the game if they control the game they it's in their hands but they have to not control the game that's just what i, I would say for me as that's what i think sports should make sure they don't do not let them relax, not let them control the games, not let them believe that there's a chance. Do not let them think they have a chance. Let's just put it that way. Um, obviously, we, we need Ben Tanko and Kulisevsky back. I can't, I can't stress it enough because there's enough because um, Gabriel is somebody they need to exploit. And I've noticed um, Saliba sort of, you know, he has toned down a bit. Suppose the creativity with and Son needs to be very sharp this time. He has to be very sharp. He has to be very sharp. Um, Kulusevsky his um, dribbling, his decision making is going to be very much needed, especially against someone like Gabriel. So, Spurs need need Kulusevski available. Listen, I'll be very confident. I won't say very confident, but obviously the derby, and I'm never very overconfident in the derby. But I'll feel a lot more comfortable if I see Kulusevski and Ben Tanko in the starting, or rather, more of, if I see Kulusevski in this, not even just Ben Tanko, right? If I see Kulusevski in the starting lineup, I'll be a lot more comfortable, right, with the game. If I see both of them, I'll be a lot more comfortable, right? If I see Kulusevski alone, but if I see Benton and Kulusevski, I won't be as comfortable as I should. But if I see Kulusevski especially, I'll be I'll be comfortable. I'll, be, I'll feel a lot more comfortable in about you know getting something, when I getting the result, getting the win or something. I'll be a lot more comfortable because I feel like you know sports creativity relies heavily on him. Um, it's sad, but it's just the truth because you know sports need to need to get their their house in order. You getting somebody else in, you know, who can play there, who can create like him, and you know, be as offensive and creative. But you know, sports don't have that, so since they don't have that, he's the guy. And I think that's who sports rely heavily on. I think sports need to really ensure that they. Don't. And listen, do not make them feel comfortable at all. Do not. I mean, with their, they are, they're probably going to be coming with the same eleven that played last year, with the exception of. Holding, um, Tierney, and Elneny. These are the three exceptions, right? Because um, Jaka was there, Udigard was there, um, Gabriel was there, um, Tomiyasu was there. Obviously, they're playing Ben White there this time, right? Um, their goalkeeper Ramsey was there. 
Martinelli and Saka were there. Um, Ketia was there. So it's almost the same, the same guys, right? Obviously, they're probably gonna have a year, a year more, and then they probably wanna be. But Spurs need to make sure that listen, these guys do not settle down and try and play. Do not. Just make sure they don't play. That's just my own thing. Just make sure they don't play. Make sure they don't feel comfortable. Make sure they know they're in enemy territory and they have to feel it. <laughs> That's just my. And, and this one, I saw some reports from Twitter that it tweets that, you know, they're talking about how sports fans attack elderly and all that. I don't know. I think about a lot of Arsenal fans, is, you know, these outright lies, you know, where they start tweeting stuff like that. Oh, sports um, fans, you know, um, they attack. Oh, come on, man. I mean, it's. I don't know, man. It, it's very weird. Let's just, let's just put it that way. They're very, it's a very weird fan base. You're putting out all, of all these things so early. But whatever. It's, maybe it's a nice they just want to set out and all that. And then, you know, a lot of them put out excuses. Oh, referee and all that. But anyways, I, I don't, listen, I, I'm, you all know my thoughts on referees and my thoughts on referees already. I mean, first episode, I've always talked about it. I do not think that, you know, your game, you winning the game or losing the game has nothing to do with referees. I, was, I will debate this with anybody. I would, I believe it so much and I would debate with anybody. I do not think referees, I think there's general incompetence. Yes, I agree. But refere, to say referees are the reason you lost the game, I don't agree with that at all. I do not. Because if you think about it, you have to. If you if you watch your game and you look at your chances and where you played, you probably didn't play as well as you did. If you think you did, your chances that you should have taken, you didn't take them. In the games, maybe you didn't create enough chance. Maybe you're not as dominant as you should have been dominant, right? But the referees had because even in games where your team wins, referees make mistakes all the time. I've seen it over and over and over and over again. But nobody talks about it because you know it's irrelevant. Your team won, and that's for me. It's where I'm not really. You know, I don't really feel much. I don't really feel much force about it. But that's that's by the wayside. But that's by the wayside, yeah. Um, I think that's all I have to say about today's game. I'm not gonna give any predictions. I don't like giving predictions about games. I just want to watch. And you know, that is one I want. To, I want to try and enjoy the game, and just really. But I also want to make me enjoy the game because I really want them to really, you know, play. I don't want. I don't want anybody sitting down and wait again. I will, I've, I've said this multiple times, but I really mean it. I don't want a first half dull performance new new and then second so the way you are targeting so you're hoping to get a new new second first half and then second half you come up no i don't want that from the first minute start playing please control the game you're the home team it's a derby and that's just it for me and also kane um if kane scoring two goals we take him to um i think second or third i'll try third in the top goals top goal scorers list in Premier League history or i think he's gonna be oh sorry is he gonna be catching and the coal and the coal has 200 so i think he's gonna be on 200 and he's gonna also break um sports all-time goal scorers record jimmy Greaves record he's gonna he's going to um beat that record i think it's very important that you know um it's very important that sports really make sure that you know they they win that game sports need to make sure they win that game i think kane has to score two sports need to just make sure they win that game i think sports so Kane needs to score two goals on Sunday. I think Spurs winning that game, Kane scoring two goals to win to be the all-time goal scorer for Spurs ever, and then go second in the goal scorer top goal scorers list or third. I think he, ha- he needs like eleven more to be outright second, or is he currently going? It's going to be like eight more now because he scored two in the last game against Crystal Palace. So he needs more. So I think Spurs need that. Need that. Um, Spurs Kane needs to do something, do well in that game. To score, Kane needs to score. Spurs need to win that game. Spurs need to win. I don't want the case where Kane scores the two and Spurs don't win, right? It's not really going to. It's not going to hit at this. It's not going to feel as good as the same. Spurs, Kane needs to score those two goals, beat that record, preferably a hat trick, right? Beat that record, 
and then win the game then it's very cool you to celebrate that record properly but yeah that's my take on the whole thing um have a nice um, weekend um hopefully i return back here on monday happy that we have won the northern derby um i'll see you guys next week um, have a nice week and then bye